0: Welcome everyone, Dylan Jamelli here today with a brand new video for you. And today we are going to get into SARMs trade names. I wanna discuss with you all the different trade names out there because I know that a lot of the newer SARMs don't really get talked about and you never see a trade name for them or an acronym. Just pseudonyms that you can call it by, all right? So just another name, kind of like with Equipoise and Boldenone, same deal, right? Deca Nandrolone. So that's what we're going to kind of talk about today. But before we get into that, very quickly, huge shout out and thank you. You guys are absolutely amazing. The, The support, all of the likes, the subs, all of your comments, your emails, everything, Listen. I remember all of it and I absolutely cannot express my gratitude to all of you. If you haven't yet, please subscribe, click like, leave a comment, share. Make sure when you subscribe you click that bell icon, whatever you can do to help me rebuild this channel and I will pay you back tenfold with the best information on the planet. So, a lot of these names you're going to be familiar with with SARMs um, and a lot of them you may not be. Alright, so I'm going to start, work my way down. We're gonna mix in old and new, and I just wanna make sure that everybody is, you know, up to date with all the different names. So I'm gonna start with GW501516. Uh, Many of you know that is known as Carterine. That's generally the main name that you're going to get associated with it. There are some different names out there that some people that made supplements uh, would call it, but SARMs are not sold as supplements. They never should have been, Um, and so we're gonna stick with the Carterine name. S4, also known as Andarin, and, and that's been known since, well, what, 2012, 2013, when we started talking about it back then, say Carterine a little bit after, but these are uh, older school, more people are going to be familiar with ones like this, especially, um, but S4 Andarin. Now, GW0742, also known as Lipoline L i p o l i n e lipoline. lipoline. Not, uh, you know you can see there with um, lipolysis being fat burning. That's probably where that is derived from, and it kind of makes sense. S r nine zero one 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 M e t a b o l clearly has to do with metabolic being that you know S r is known for helping with somebody's metabolism and correcting any sort of uh, uh, metabolic issues. And so that clearly is where that is derived from. ACP105, also known as vasculin, V-A-S-C-U-L-I-N-E. And one would assume that has to do with all of the muscle hardening and the vascularity that you're going to experience while using ACP105. So that makes perfect sense. LGD3303, also known as megabolic. Well, LGD33 is well known as being one of the strongest bulking SARMs that you can run. So I think that's very self-explanatory. YK11, also known as Myobol. That is M-Y-O-B-O-L and one can only assume that has to do with it being a myostatin inhibitor. So that kind of makes plenty of sense as well. Then we have S23, also known as Ultra bolic. Well, Uh, I don't really think that needs much of an explanation, being that S23 is basically known as a steroid. And in the SARMs world, that would make it pretty ultra in my eyes. So that kind of goes hand in hand. RAD-150, also known as sustalone. My assumption there is that it has to do with sustenon being a a testosterone ester and we all know that the rads were created or thought to have been a replacement for trt and even though they're definitely not there are a lot of similarities with you know using testosterone one could say and so i'm assuming that's where that comes from um mk677 ibutamorin and nutribol uh those are well-known names for both so there you go on that RAD one hundred and forty, another well known, also known as Testalone, and that has quickly become, like I have said many of times, the most popular, basically king of SARMs. And I actually dedicated an entire video to RAD one hundred and fifty, the king of SARMs. So, you know, that's a well known one. Then we've got SR nine thousand nine, that's been known as Stenabolic for since it, it since its inception. Um, LGD-4033, anabolicum and I think that's self-explanatory too when it and that's been well known since it started but you know it being very very strong and powerful making it sort of like an anabolic. So that's pretty simple uh, simple to see where that was probably derived from. Now, MK two eight six six has a variety of names. I just went with the two most popular, and that is Osterin. Um, most people actually just call it Osterin. Really, don't call it MK two eight six six anymore. I would say more people call it Osterin than than MK. A lot of the old schoolers like me, I, you know, I stick more so with calling it just what it is, and I I tend to do that. I, that's probably just the old school in me. Even though I'm not that old, I'm, I I was studying these and talking about these well well before it was mainstream and so i i don't know old habits i guess but ostabolic is another one widely used um you know EmboSarms one that's out i mean there's a ton of different names out there for it but generally austrian and ostabolic are the ones that you're going to see more so than anything else. So, that's just a breakdown of all the SARMs trade names. So that way if you're, you know, wanting to look them up and and find them, you can you can have different methods of looking them up for different modes of information because the people that use those trade names you'll find probably more in-depth information because they actually have you know, all of those names on hand, and so they probably study quite a significant amount. It's not a guarantee, but, you know, it's good search terms to look around and and kind of roll with. So wanted to educate everybody. I I like to give everybody as much insight on everything and expand your knowledge base as much as humanly possible. Um, I am one that truly, truly feels that you can never know too much but always know too little. I've been saying that for a very long time. You know, some people think I know a lot. I think in my, you know, profession or my area that I know a pretty good amount, but I treat myself as, as if I don't know jack shit. Because then, you're constantly motivated to learn more and learn more. And let's face it, and, and a lot in this line of just the world in general, when we're talking about health, fitness, PED, supplements, whatever, People are constantly looking for an edge, constantly looking for something new. There's new studies, there's new methods, there's new testing, there's new ideas. So if if I'm, if, it's like if you played a sport and you were, you know, an elite player in basketball and you just stopped practicing and stopped shooting and stopped dribbling, everybody's going to catch in and pass you, and that's the last thing that I want. Not that I'm in, an elite level by any means, and that's not what I'm saying. Trust me, because I don't look at myself in that way. But if I want to stay as somebody that you guys trust, which I really, truly feel that you do and should, um, and somebody that you know that when I speak that you can take it to heart on what I'm saying... You know, And anytime I've ever been wrong or something new comes out or one of my beliefs changed or I experienced something different, shit, I made a uh, video apologizing to Anivar, a non-existent compound that I felt the need to apologize to because I was just flat ass wrong. So it takes, you know, it takes all of these things to build yourself up. And my point is, is I never stop learning. I never stop reading. And I will constantly provide that for all of you. So that being said, stay tuned for plenty more to come. Dylan Jamelli signing off.